You got it tuned to the Texas Standard. I'm David Brown. Ending birthright citizenship. It's an idea that's been floated in the past. It was again floated by President Donald Trump in an excerpt from an interview released by the news organization Axios today, this coming just one week before midterm election day. So, just campaign talk, bluster, that sort of thing? Or what say those who study constitutional law? Stephen Vladek does just that sort of thing. He's a professor in law at the University of Texas School of Law. Professor Vladek, welcome back to the Texas Standard. Thanks, David. Great to be with you. This isn't the first time, of course, that this issue has come up. Uh, What do you make of the idea that a president could unilaterally uh, rescind birthright citizenship? Um, I I make of it that he can't. I mean, I think the, the key here is that the relevant constitutional text is Section 1 of the 14th Amendment, Mm -hmm. uh, which says that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States. Um, The president cannot change that by himself. Now, you know, some folks seize on the subject to the jurisdiction thereof language. But the Supreme Court in 1898 um, expressly held that that does not mean is here lawfully. That just means that you are here not in a diplomatic capacity. I you're recall, not a foreign ambassador. I know which case you're referring to, and I was rereading that case today, and I noticed that in that case, it involved uh, the uh, child of a uh, of 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 legal residents, not uh, people who were here uh, without uh, residency documents. So that that's true. I mean, so the case is called the United States versus Wong Kim Ark, and it's definitely true that that case involved. Um, you know, individuals who had lawfully emigrated. But the Supreme Court's analysis of the text of the 14th Amendment did not turn on the fact that they were here lawfully. It turned on the conclusion that the language in the citizenship clause that says you have to be subject to the jurisdiction of the United States is not meant to distinguish lawful presence from unlawful presence. It's actually meant to distinguish those who are here in their own capacity and those who are here solely in some kind of foreign diplomatic represent, uh, representation role. Now, that's that's an interesting thing because a lot of people go back to the initial language, why this birthright citizenship exists at all. And perhaps we should touch on that, too. This came in the wake of the Civil War, and it had to do with freedmen, right? It did. I mean, so the Supreme Court famously, infamously, um, in the Dred Scott decision in 1857, had held that slaves were not citizens for purposes of the federal constitution. Um, and, of course, that's you know one of the court's more infamous, more vilified sins in its history, right. part of the purpose of the citizenship clause, the very first sentence of the 14th Amendment, was to overrule Dred Scott and was to make it clear that no matter what your history, no matter what your lineage, even if you had grown up in bondage in a state that treated you like property, mm-hmm. you were still a citizen. Right. Um, and you were a citizen by dint of the fact that you were born here. You know, this was made in the context of an interview, right? I mean, this is not a formal proposal. To our knowledge, there hasn't been anything that uh, the executive branch, any step that the executive branch has formally taken to try to rescind this. But let's just play this out. I mean, even if you assume that this is about politics and about an election season and trying to drum up support uh, on the right, um, you know, why shouldn't the president, given the fact that this has come up time and time again, these questions about what this means, why not uh, go ahead and, uh, and, and make such a move since you know that this is going to be challenged in court and test this once and for all? Yeah, I mean, I guess my reaction is if you really believe what you're saying and you're not just doing this for political reasons, mm-hmm. the Constitution provides avenues for pursuing reform. The Constitution provides an express roadmap for, you know, changing the meaning of the citizenship clause. And so I think, you know, it would be a lot more convincing 
if instead of saying he's going to do this by executive order, the president actually took the you know legally appropriate step of proposing a constitutional amendment that would change the language of Section One of the Fourteenth Amendment, um, you know the reality might be that such an amendment would actually get through the House and the Senate, but perhaps not be ratified by the requisite thirty-eight states. But that's the way the process is supposed to work. Stephen Vladek is professor of law at the University of Texas School of Law. Professor, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out to talk with us. Thank you. And you are listening to the Texas Standard.